Yes, yes, yes. Back again, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. I'm Kenneth Jenks, and I, I brought in some help. I'm going to bring him in soon. But my co-host, my brother, Brother Timothy, is not with us right now, but definitely had a, had a backup plan. I didn't know it was just going to be us, but we're going to make it do what it do. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. We on SoundCloud. We on I, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Um, tune in. Google Music Play. We everywhere. This is episode nine. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. And you know what I'm going to do. Oh, that didn't sound right. Let's try it again. That didn't sound right either. I'm messing up. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But let me not waste no time. Let me bring in my 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 my, my young fella. I mean, he grown now, but I don't watch this kid from you know go go from a boy to a man. He grown. He gonna chop it up with me tonight. We 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 got a lot to talk about. So I'm not going to waste too much time. But before I bring him in, I just want to play something. You know, he kind of a big deal. He really is. But you know what I'm saying? We just going to get to it. In. 19 for him. Here comes Riddell Jones. Three seconds. Two seconds. Riddell all the way outside of Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And Wyatt! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Indiana wins the ball game. Christian when you when you listen to that bring I know it bring back memories for sure definitely but uh again Verdell Jones is my is, is is my guest tonight um I just, I just, I, I gotta ask, man. I gotta ask. So, so I know the, the court was rushed. That was Kentucky number one. <laughs> you know, you, you, I mean, that was like the quickest I ever seen you in your life get up the floor. I mean, you know, <laughs> you went from baseline to the to the to the free throw line in like four seconds. <laughs> but, uh, but really, what I want to ask, I mean, a lot has been scene so after the celebration after you met the media after you took a shower after you left the <laughs> arena what was it like that night man it was uh it was crazy it was you know it was it was a celebration you know i remember i remember my parents came in town and my brother came and we went and and had had, had dinner after the game um at fridays and you know, I'd obviously, you know me, I'm gonna take the, the, the detour. So I, you know, a long way, and just to see the pandemonium and the, and the fans going crazy, and you know, this everyone is celebrating. That was kind of the tipping point, you know, the turning point, kind of going back towards the right direction for our youth. So it was, man, it was crazy. Fans in the street, you know, on Kirkwood. You know, we went, we went to Fridays to have dinner. People were, you know, coming up congratulating us, and you know, doing all those things. Man, it was. It was an unforgettable experience for sure. And another thing, this is black coffee, no sugar, no cream. For sure. So <laughs> when when you know 
the parents gave you the hug and said good night. Mm-hmm. You know, then what happened? Well, first off, I'm, I'm, I think my dad knew, you know, what my parents knew that I was trying to get out of there a little bit. <laughs> you know, they was ordering the, the desserts and all these things. And it was a late game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So after media and all that, dinner's getting over. It's getting kind of late, you know what I mean? Um, so my parents, so my parents, you know, we finally said goodbye to them. And the whole time, my phone was just blowing up, right? So my roommate at the time was actually Ben Higgins, who was the, he was on a Bachelor a couple a couple uh, seasons ago. Oh, you that's, know, that's, so, that's, that's what I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so uh, my senior year is me, him, and a walk on Corey Barnett. And so you know, obviously, me and Corey got our parents there. We got to go do the, yeah. you know, we got to go, you know, the parents eat dinner stuff like that. Ben's back at our apartment. You know, he's back at our place getting, you know, getting the festivities and everything set up, man, getting ready to get ready to get the party started. And it was a I mean, you know, it was a it was a good time for for the whole campus. (laughs) Okay, okay, All right. So this ain't coming from 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 Lil V, but, you know, he had a nice little nightcap. I'm 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 trying to read in between the lines. Exactly. It was oh, a good. I mean, okay. it was it was not. You know, we got this the the celebration that we had afterwards, man. You know, just being able to come kick it with, you know, and just really in, ex, enjoy that experience and of just knowing that chip was off off your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a it was a fun time, man. It was. And and another thing, you you've been a part of some huge accomplishments with basketball that that was just the most recent because I, I wanted to get the audio because you know it had sure. your name but you know in eighth grade you know you you pretty much hit a full course shot to win a state championship mm-hmm. you know in high school you, you led your team to a state state tournament appearance first time in a million years probably about what 30 40 years yep yep and then at Indiana you went to Indiana um, program was in the dumps, mm-hmm. and to just as a that was your senior year, right? That was my senior year. Well, yep, yep. Yeah, so senior year it to was. just to so just to really culminate, just all the hard work. Which one means the most? I mean, I know I don't want you to rank them, but right. I mean, you know, I mean the eighth grade. St- you know, shot that was a very memorable time. Um, just being able to, you know, as an eighth grader, you know what I mean? Yeah, being able yeah. to travel and go, you know. Good morning, you know, America. Good morning, America, yeah, America, all that, that stuff. Yeah. And that was fun. And, you know, for there to be a state championship, you know, I won that championship. That was a good time. Um, obviously, high school was a good time, too, though. You know, it was that was a good experience. Um, didn't get the result, result we wanted, but it was a good experience. Um, but I think that I worked the hardest for the – you know, the Indiana thing, Indiana. you know, being be able to get to that point because people just saw us, you know, on the court things. We worked our butts off and our tails off from a very unfortunate situation my freshman year yeah. to get to where that point was, you know, especially when we had opportunities, especially myself, to, to transfer like some of my other teammates did, you know, but to be able to stay there and really try to build a culture there, you know, and, and really get that program back, man, that was – you know what I mean? That that probably meant the most to me because it was, you know, a lot, a lot more work and effort was put in, you know, from nothing to get there. Cool. And and another question I wanted to ask, um, just as 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 a part of the whole experience at Indiana, 
I guess, and and, and things are just gonna come. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I, we don't have a a um, a, a list of things. We're just gonna have a conversation. Yeah. So, um, being in Indiana. Um, Crean is not there anymore, so he, mm -hmm. he recruited you. Um, how how is that? I mean, can you still call and and you know get tickets? I, I, you know, I mean, how does that work? I mean, just for the people, yeah. you know, a, a lot of people that may listen, a lot of parents that have kids, you know, I, I want you to educate. For sure. You know, so that's that's what we're gonna be doing tonight, kind of educate, not just really. Reliving your right. your glory definitely. days, you for know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah definitely. So, uh, so Indiana, well, first and foremost, is you know was what considers a, a blue blood program, yeah. right? So they've you know their alumni communication and connections are a whole lot different than some other programs. Who Illinois? No, <laughs> no, yeah, Illinois. I didn't stutter, but go ahead. No, no. So I'm just saying, like you know, different different organizations. You know, basketball is almost god or almost king in Indiana. You know what I mean? So I've gotten re reached out multiple times. I have you know the tr uh, our our media guy who was there when I was there. He's still there. Okay. Personal relations. Um, he's still there. And my and one of my best friends. You know he's on the he's on the staff there. Um, Derek Elston. So oh, okay. you know so we, we still stay in contact. You know um, obviously I'm a Korean guy. You know what I mean. And and I always appreciate his you know opportunity for him to bring me there and be a Hoosier. Um, but I'm a Hoosier at the end of the day. <laughs> you know whether the coaches go leave or go. You know what I mean. I'm still a Hoosier, and that that alumni is like a, it's like a fraternity. You know so what I mean? Are, so you are, so you are a Hoosier. I'm a Hoosier. I'm definitely a Hoosier. That's 100%. what's up, man. I'm 100 a Hoosier. Up. We got <laughs> Indiana Hoosier, Verdell Jones the third. I said in one of the episodes uh, when when uh, Kanye named his uh, new new baby Chicago. <laughs> I said. I thought it was dope, and I said, yeah. and 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 I made a statement. It's on it's on record. <laughs> I said for everybody that's naming their child's juniors and thirds <laughs> in 2018, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many more way, creative ways to name your kid now. <laughs> but no, so it's like I, I don't want to call you Little V because you've grown, right? But you know, Verdell Jones the third for you sure, know. for sure. <laughs> So whatever come out of my mouth, just, you know, no, that's all charge good. it to my heart, yeah, my yeah. head and not my heart. <laughs> so uh, your teammates mm -hmm. at Indiana got a couple pros. For sure. You know. You, a couple you, big name pros. Yeah, you know all-star. Yeah. Y'all you, you, still tight? Yeah. Yeah, me and Vic talked last week, actually. Cool. Uh, you know, he's helping doing some stuff for my company and stuff like that, too. So We're going to get into that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, he, he's doing well, man. I text him all the time. It's been, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you, you know, because I've seen where he came from. You know what I mean? Like, when I got, and I said this before, when Vic came in, he just had, he had crazy bounce. Just crazy. Like, jumped, no matter how high he threw, he's going to go catch it. You know what I mean? Still real raw in the other, you know, areas. But his work ethic was zero to none. You know what I'm saying? Like, or second to none. I'm sorry. He, you know, after three hour practices, he's coming in to the to cook hall and getting shots up, getting reps up. You know what I mean? And so he had a vision that he saw and he worked for it, man. So everything that he's getting right now is deserved, 110. percent You know what I mean? So we stay in contact for sure. 
Um, that's my boy right there, you know, and especially him being any now, it's a little bit easier, oh, you know. Yeah, so that's true, yeah. So, you know, with me being done overseas and stuff like that, man, I just, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to catch some of his games sure. and, you know, and check him out. He's doing big things, though. Um, we had Cody, too, you know, big big Z, big, big handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's doing well. He definitely got a nice contract down there with Mike, so he's doing well, and, and I'm, I'm happy for both of them. Okay, another You said Corey Barnett is. Yeah, KB. His dad's the Adidas guy, right? Yep, yep, yep. Can I get some Yeezys out, out from somebody? Or? I wish I could get some. <laughs> so, so, so they really that that exclusive, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's the that's Mr. Adidas guy right there. You know what I mean? Um, they were, you know, they started. They um, he started doing uh, just making shirts and stuff. They had a company out of Rochester, Indiana, and then they, you know, you know, he had ties with Adidas and you know started doing stuff for Adidas. And so his uh, his original warehouse that makes shirts, they make the jerseys for all Adidas companies or teams. So the Miami Hurricanes, you know what I mean, like all Adidas gear, college teams, they're making those. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They big time over there, okay. so they doing real well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And one more thing about former teammates, Jeremiah, you still Jay Rev, yep. You still you still rock winning? Yep. I talked to him. I was in San Diego last week for a conference, and I, and uh, he hit me up. So I was posting pictures of palm trees, and he was like, "Are you my backyard? You ain't tell me." I was like, "No, nah, I'm a little more south." You know, he's up in L.A. now doing music and and doing producing and stuff like that. So he's doing real well too. You know, obviously Austin and Docker. You know, with the Clippers and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, he was my roommate sophomore junior year. Yeah. So really, you you you, it was no turning back. You you made you you are a hundred percent. You made the right decision out of high school to go to Indiana. Yeah, for sure. I I I I enjoy I enjoy my experience. Obviously, when I committed, um, I didn't know that a lot of the players that were leaving were going to leave. And they were still there. Um, so, you know, uh, my first day of summer school, actually, is when Jordan Crawford decided he was, he was, he was gone. And I was the last player of the team I committed with. So it was a little bit different, you know, from when I had committed, when I had told the coaches them and I were coming to what the team ended up being my first day there. Um, so it was a tough first year, but, yeah. No, no, I, you know, and that's, that's all been hardcore who fans, you For know, sure. do your homework, you know, we're we not going to talk freshman, sophomore, juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to try to get some moments out. And, For sure. You know, uh, growing up here in Champaign, I, I, I have some strong, strong views mm -hmm. on being a, an aspiring athlete, especially on the football and basketball side growing up here. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, JJ, you know, even Ravante, you know, you 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 kind of can debunk my theories per se, but did you feel like did you did you just did you have a just a drive that it was I was gonna get there? Cause I know you worked your behind off, you worked your ass off and and um you put in the time and, you know, you was blessed to, to have a support system that, you know, you didn't have to do it by yourself. Uh, but just coming from here, this is not a hotbed. Mm -hmm. And did, did you ever feel like at a disadvantage or did you just know 
this hard work is going to pay off. I'm going to get there. And what I mean get there, I mean to be a Division One, you know, basketball player. It definitely, I mean, you know, with my support system, well, first and foremost, I do think that Champagne can be a hotbed, could have been a hotbed, because there's a lot of talent that come out of Champagne, you know, but luckily I had the right, I had a support system with my pops, you know, and the people he knew, and it's the support that he gave me and my brother to stay with it and, you know, to show what a definition of working hard meant, you know what I mean, and kept you focused, because a lot of times when you're in this area, unfortunately, you're not exposed to greatness. You know, to a lot of other, yeah. I was talking, like to, I was talking to Corey Taylor, and, you know, shout out to Corey, you know what I'm saying, you, you know, you a champagne staple, we miss you. But I was talking to him probably last Christmas. He just, you know, had, you know, got passed over for some jobs mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, he, he made a move to Noblesville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they play, you know, some of the pikes. And, mm-hmm. and he made a statement. He said the talent level is not that far off from mm-hmm. here. I said, but Corey. They got pros. You know, when you, when you go to these gyms and you're in the hallways and you see the Courtney Lees, the Mike Conleys, the Gregos, the Eric Gordons, the Cody, the uh, Josh McRoberts, and you know Courtney Lee, and I said they got all stars. They got journeymen. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. We got you know Tolono even got Brian Cardinals. Right. Central Centennial. I think, really don't have. I mean. I think it's a mixture of, a, you know, of different things, obviously, because I think Corey's right. I mean, the talent level, you know, just from the places I've traveled to, the places I've played with, you're like, man, I played against some, some – I played against and with some guys in Champagne who are just as good, you know, if not better, you know what I mean? And so I just think it was the opportunities that are here, you know, there just weren't – I had a, a great support system behind me. My dad, you know, Ford Suey really helped you know, getting me and some of the other, other guys in my class and, you know, grades above and below opportunities to be seen and be able to travel and play against other talent, you know what I mean? And I think, um, you know, when you when you first go up against a team from New York, you know, you're like, oh, they're from New York, they're going to be this and that. And then you get to play and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know what? You all hype. Right. They may you do feel all me? that clapping. Yeah, they want that. Oh, you from, you know, you from, where you from? Because people always ask, where you from, Illinois? Oh, Chicago. Chicago. And then, yeah. No, from Champagne. You know, where's that, where that at? Right. You in know, the country. You're exactly. in the country. Yeah. No, we can hoop too, you know what I mean? But, right. um, you know, so it definitely drove me to be, be able to want to be able to make a name for myself and make a name for Champagne, you know, in my shoes in college, you know, and in pro, I always wrote 217, you know. Right. You know, saying that always reminded me, okay, go out here and get these buckets because you got to represent, you know, a, a, group of people, a population of people that didn't have the opportunities that you had, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. So that's what I, you know, you know, and I think that, you know, I talked to JJ, that's my cousin, Trey, that's my boy, like we all, you know, we, we, we all talk and kick it and we understand the same thing, like we're the very few that, you know, had opportunities that we did, so it's time for us to, you know, to go out here and just destroy it and let people know what champagne, you know, where champagne is. Okay, okay, I still think, man, <laughs> Jordan Caroline, that that yeah. that's one. That's one. He he reps champagne. He's champagne. But 
that was a great decision to leave. You know what? If if you feel like if you got if you feel like the, the certain your, your your current opportunity isn't gonna be the best one for your future, you gotta do what you gotta do. And it wasn't. And he did the best move for and, him. And and that's what and that's what I tell people. So my theory is okay. Let's let's take Jordan Caroline. Okay. Shout out to Jordan Caroline. Yes, sir. Um, Nevada. He going Nevada, crazy there too. All for, first team, all whatever conference it well, is. I was in the D League. I was, I was talking to him. I was trying to get us. Uh, we were trying to get our our schedules together. It's so when I was out there. We get, come to the game, but we didn't get a chance to. Right. So so Jordan, you know, was was, was a sophomore when your brother Clayton was a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a senior laden team. You know, a coach that kind of, let's just keep it 100, he, he pretty much said when he left, I got 20 years up out you and wasn't even a basketball guy. I, I, can, I can post the article when I post this episode. He pretty much said I wasn't even a basketball guy and I got 20 years calling timeouts up out, out of Central. <laughs> Coach Davis, man, he's always been good to me, man. So I can't say that. He's he's a he's a good man. Yeah, but he he was on his way out. <laughs> so with Jordan having to play with four varsity newcomers, mm-hmm. he went to Mount Verde. His junior year, mm-hmm. he didn't play a lot, but he was playing behind. D'Angelo Russell, I'm, Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. you are going to play behind them. <laughs> Joel Embiid. You feel me? And uh, what's, what's Dakari Johnson. And then I want to say Dakari was, uh, Dakari was a, a senior. Ben was a junior. Um, D'Angelo was a, a senior. So then that next year, he was starting – Playing his butt off. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. You know, you got to wait for your time sometimes. Yeah, you know but I mean? then practice. Then practices is probably are just like games because yeah. you got you know thirty coaches in there. You know what I mean. And the thing is, is that these coaches sometimes. I mean, obviously, you know where certain players are going. You know, yeah. you're like okay, we're just not going to get him yeah. right. Yeah. But you know what? Those other players, they're playing against the best players in the, in the country. So let me see how they handle it, handle them. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it means that it's a great opportunity, you know, for to see the players you want play against the best players in the country. Because yeah, so Montverde is having the best players in the country. Right. So yeah. So I'm, so um, yeah. So y'all can't argue with that. J. C. Hillsman. Shout out to J. C. Hillsman. For sure. It's a little bro right there. You know. Hey. Never went not not now now people. He goes to private school all through his elementary to his junior year. And where does he end up as a junior? Chicago Simeon. Boy, I tell you, you talk about somebody that put it on the line. That's tough. I I I don't I don't want to I I don't want to be a chatty patty, but it's black coffee, no sugar, no cream. I I. I <laughs> so of course, you know. Yeah, you I mean, like I said, you got to at the end of the day, 
it's about your personal decision about you know where you where you how you going to get to your goal. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. So I, so so I I got a little ammo. You admit right? I got a little ammo. Or, 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 I mean, or it was you, his personal decision. That's the him and family <laughs> decision. I can't go. <laughs> I can't. You know, that's their. At the end of the day, it's about how do you feel that can. How do you, how, what's the best way, the best path for you to get to where you trying to get to? You know what I mean. Now, my personal opinion, I had a great, I had a great team here at Central. You know what I mean. So you did. It was you know. We were being able, being able to go to national tournaments, be able to go to do, get seen by college coaches and do all these things. We had so much talent, right? Some players who came up this year might not have had that or don't feel they could have, you know, had a state run or things like that. Because unfortunately, out of Champaign, you know, we got you got to be a state contending team yeah. to get any kind of recognition. You know, a Chicago team can be average, right, with a good player. And they get love, you know. But from here, you got to be a state contending team. Because that's what I, that's what I tell people. Like, shout out to my cousin Jordan Walker. Mm-hmm. You know, he played with. Um, he, he wanted to go back. He went back. You know, that's a different thing for a different day. But I always tell him, mm-hmm. y'all central team could have beat that Hell's team for that sure. he transferred to, and oh. I mean that. And he was just like. No, no, no. We got not, like no. You wouldn't have. I said you got one common opponent. Shout out Ed. Y'all beat Ed Davis now mm-hmm. in Peoria. Yep. And they lost to him. So yep. I mean. I mean, we had a. I mean, <laughs> we played some dogs and yeah, we had our own. I yeah. seen. Shout out to Keith Biggers. Keith, yeah, Keith. I seen him give Greg Monroe twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, that's true. True. You know, story. And I was sick. Now he playing. True story. You know what I mean? I seen him hold it down. I seen Duck, you know, go tip or tap with some with some cold players. You know what I mean? So I mean, I you know, Doug felt Jordan, you know that JC Jordan, people like that who left, and they felt that was the best opportunity for them to get to where they got to. You know, you know I salute them one hundred percent. You know, and now I have a little boy, so who you know, who knows how I feel when I you know when he gets to that to that age. At the end of the day, it's all about that. It's the best the best opportunity. Are the best paths for you to get your to reach your goals. That's what it comes down to. Was it hard telling Tubby Smith you you wasn't coming to Minnesota? That was a tough on call. Yeah, and he he took a, he, he took a gracious graciously he did. Yeah, you know because he said, well, you know, if you decide to change your mind, was you know, yeah, it'll still take you. So that was tough. He put in the work. He did. He did. I was a little, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I, love, I, 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 mean, I, 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 Tubby, that's my guy right there. You know, I still, and it just showed the kind of person he was. Because even after I, you know, didn't commit to him, you know, even when we played, I'd come and talk to me. Tell your family I said hello. Yeah, you know, man. Tell your brother, how's your, how's your pops doing? How's your mom doing? Tell him I said hello. So, you know, that's a, that's a last of a dying breed right there. Yeah. You know, you can see what's going on in NCAA right now. You know, that's a that's a mixed topic, obviously, but you know, as a, he's a he's a he's a he's a A one dude. So that that phone call was definitely tough. Can you tell the people when you take an official visit, just day in the life of an athlete on an official visit? Go. <laughs> um. So an official visit while he gathering his thoughts. 
So for the kids out there, there's a thing called an unofficial visit. The unofficial visit is when you come, come to campus, you pay your own way, and you check out the school. But an official visit, more than likely you, 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 you've received an offer, a committable offer, meaning if I say I want to come, they're going to say welcome. So an official visit is basically when they woo you. But now we have somebody that's on the inside. What happens? What, what, what is the hotel room like? What is the, just what goes into it go? Um, you know, each, each university has their different ways of trying to, you know, get you to come in or come to the university. Um, you know, when you get to, usually you, you, you fly in, you're able to bring one person with you. Uh, if you want anyone else to go, they have to pay for their own way, unless you drive. You know, if you drive, then you drive and they'll reimburse you for their, whatever. Um, you get there, you know, you, you let's say on a, on a Friday, you, you have dinner with the, you know, the, the coaches, you meet everybody, you meet the, you know, get in your hotel and do all those things. Um, Saturday morning, so Friday night, usually you hang out with some of the guys, you know. We'll see you in the morning for breakfast. That's with the coaches and stuff. So you go hang out with the guys, get to, you know, lay the land, get to hang out and get to see, you know, the atmosphere of the team and stuff like that. Um, you know, Saturday morning, you usually had to get up for breakfast, you know, talking to the coaches. You go start to see, meeting academic people, doing all these different things. Um, meeting, the, meeting the AD, you know, meeting whatever professors you want to meet in that certain uh, education educational field you're trying to go to. Um, but you usually, they usually have a football game, depending on when you go, you have a football game. Uh, you know, or you'll play, or you'll do, so you'll go watch them, or, you know, the, the guys play, and then you have a din dinner, and then you'll have, you know, after the dinner, you know, you're back with the guys again, <laughs> you know, and that's usually the night that the team tries to woo you, so and so to say, you know, this is the last time that you'll, and the last night you'll be with them, you know, unless you commit, so they're trying to, you know, just show you the university, like, man, this is what we have to offer, we have practice facilities, we have this, we have that, we live in nice dorms or apartments, you know, they just try to really just, just show you a good time. And then usually the next day on Sunday, you know, you'll have breakfast again with the coaches and, and talk to them all day on Sunday, and then you're on your way out. Yeah, okay. So, so, so let me, okay. So the best of the best restaurants the city, the city campus had to offer? Yep, especially when I was in Atlanta, Minnesota. We was in Minneapolis, you know, so we're going to, it wasn't Ruth, it wasn't with Ruth Chris, it was another, and I was Ruth Chris. Yeah, because the, the, the Vikings were in there, and they were playing the San Diego Chargers that weekend, and they were in there eating dinner. You know, and Tubby, he's in there shaking hands, and, you know, so, yeah, you're eating the, nice, the nicest restaurants. You're staying in the nicest hotel, usually. Um, you know, they, they're they there wine and dine you. Okay. <laughs> so the hotel, was it, you know, yeah. Um, did they decorate it or just was it just? Uh, no, yeah, they do. They'll you know they'll put something in. You know they'll welcome to so and so wherever I'm going. You know we're happy to have you here or something like that. You know they'll they'll do that. But now you know I, I don't know how it is now because of the, the the rules and how everything is so you know tightly watched and people are getting penalized for everything now. So I don't know how it is now. But back in you know yeah they'll you know throw you a shirt on there maybe. You know, something that's to welcome you to to the university, you know what I mean? So tell the people, 
especially the probably the parents. Mm-hmm. When is it real? When when is it when when do you know this school is recruiting me? They want me. Um, how does an offer? So when you when Minnesota offered you or mm-hmm. when Indiana offered you, um, when Kentucky offered you, mm-hmm. how did you how did they how did Kentucky offer you? Kentucky offered me through my pops. My pops in Gillespie were you know close in contact, and so when Kentucky offered, you know he was like, man, you know we've been watching him, he's been coming. Um, actually, I went down to the elite camp oh, yeah. down there in Kentucky. Yeah. Had a had a real good elite camp, yeah, you know I what I mean? And so after that, you know, the, the conversation just kind of took off from there. You know what I mean? And they're like, you know, we we think he can be a wildcat. You know, when I was in Minnesota, Coach Tubby came to Central. <laughs> you know, he, that I was, you know, he was like, we, I'm telling you now, we want you. You know what I mean? So usually they'll you'll know. You know, they because make it very clear, oh, we're offering you a scholarship. When, when Steve Offer was at Iowa, mm-hmm. y'all played, I think, Moline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we drove up to the game. I think it was me, you. No, it was me, your pops. And I'm not sure if Clayton was with us, but Lil Bub was with I think Lil Bub was with us. I'm not sure. It was a th- I think it was Lil Bub. Mm, it might have been. Or Mo or somebody. It was three of us. Yeah. It was three of us. And Steve Offer came to the game. He was sitting by us. And he said, Is 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 he willing to leave Champagne? And your your dad was like, Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not it's not like that. Right. And then Steve Offer told Big V. Well, you let him know he has an offer from Iowa. And I heard that with my <laughs> own ears. Yeah, that's and that's how you. that happened. Yeah, they'll tell you. You know, he was like, you let him know that he has an offer from Iowa. And, and, and yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you got to think that these, these coaches are paid to, you know, to get the best players. So they're, they're sending out mail to hundreds of players. Hundreds thousands. as a whole, maybe thousands, yeah. you know, just fillers. Okay. You know, we heard about you. We're going to give you this and see what happens. You know, we'll stay in contact. You know what I mean? When you start getting those written letters, that's when they're, okay, we're recruiting you now. Or you get those calls or, you know, you, so questionnaires and things like that are just kind of fillers, you know, to yeah. see. We're trying to see what you do. You know, give us the information so we can find what your GPA is, you know, just the, the background information, you know what I mean? You know, when you go to a job, you send a resume, you know, you just send in that filler almost, you know. But when they call you in for the interview, that's when they're interested, right? Mm-hmm. So it's similar to basketball, you know. When you start getting those phone calls, you know, when you start seeing them pop up to the open gyms, you know, that's when they're, they're starting to recruit you, you know. And, as it, and it's, it's still a difference between recruiting, you know, or evaluating, which is another word that people, people use, the coaches use, evaluating, and offering. <laughs> offering is I want you here. Evaluating and recruiting is we'll see. So, okay, great, great, great segue. Great segue. Great segue. <laughs> I had, I, I got all these, got all these effects waiting in there and just, so here's the segue. So you were a spring signee in 08. Mm-hmm. You, you visited Minnesota in the fall of 07. 
So you went months. You went months holding a Minnesota offer, taking an, an official visit to Minnesota. So how is that? How does how is that how when when you talk to a, a an assistant from a school that has already brought you in, um, you know, really waiting on you to make a decision because I mean, they were there. Mm -hmm. You know, they they sometimes you know they may you know schools may take a kid and all of a sudden you don't hear from them so that just kind of mm -hmm. kind of indirectly tells you we moved on but. Minnesota was there, and that's why I bring them up just for conversation mm -hmm. purposes. So how are those when you when you saying they're recruiting you? So they're not evaluating you anymore. They're really not. After they offer? After they offer, after you take an official, and, and they're just kind of just waiting for you mm -hmm. to make up your make up your mind. And how is how are those conversations for, you know? Well, they're trying, you know, they're trying to recruit you still. <laughs> you know, they're right. trying to. They're trying to get. They're trying to close, yeah, right? They're trying to close. You know, they're trying to. You know, well, well, you know what? What is holding you back? You know. So, so they, so they, they basically letting you, man. Yeah, or some, you, some, 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 you know, them top blue bloods like, hey, you know, now that's part of the recruiting tactic too, is to say, hey, we have this guy, who, his coach is saying that if we offer him, he'll commit. Right. You know what I mean? So they're playing. You know, it's a game. It's, it's a game being played. You know what I mean? So they're trying to still get you there, though, for sure. They still, they're still trying to figure out a way, okay, you know, why aren't you biting? Unless you give them a debt. Unless you're saying, okay, I'm not making it. Like, for me, I told Minnesota I wasn't making a decision until after the season was over. You know what I mean? Because I felt that my my senior year, you know, your, you got, my, my momentum was increasing. You know what I mean? As far as being, you know, recognized and things like that. So different teams were coming in and starting to, you know, and talk. So if you give a team a deadline, and that's a little bit different than just holding out, you know, waiting to see if another thing uh, offers or happens. So you 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 were pretty much at peace with with waiting. I mean, yeah, I I, I think so. And you know what? I, I mean, who knows? I could have waited longer, maybe. You know, I don't know. But I was I was definitely at peace with just waiting and seeing what happened. You know what I mean? Um, it, it allowed me to play with a chip on my shoulder, kind of. You know what I mean? You know, because, you know, especially my sophomore. You know, years like that. I wanted people to really know. You know, say I deserve this, all this. You know, these these different places and it, stuff. Your senior year always happens. Players don't get qualified. You know, so now this opportunity opens up. You know what I mean? So. At the time when I was in high school, I wanted to go to a big, you know, a big time school. You you, you know always I mean? did say that. Like, I wanted to go to one of those big like, bloods. Like like, Lil V was a guy that, I I if I remember correctly, you liked Duke. I'm a Dukey fan. And then when you <laughs> said, "Man, it's only seven thousand students," oh yeah, like, you was kind of like, "Oh well, they okay." <laughs> <laughs> Like exactly. so, you really wanted you really wanted that forty thousand. You know, I did. I mean, coming from you know being from Champaign, you know, UFI's here. You know, I, I just feel like those big. It was more of an energy behind you know 
the program, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. if it's a basketball program. You have 17,000 st- you know, fans going crazy and 25 or a whole state you know, going crazy when you win compared to, you know, seven to 10,000 fans, yeah. you know, on campus. And then you got to go to North Carolina to, you know what you I'm know, saying, kick it. Exactly, you know what I mean, where everything <laughs> in Indiana is right there, you know what I mean? So okay. it was, yeah. So how was Indiana's campus? I liked it. It was real nice, man. It was, you know, it's, it wasn't too, it wasn't huge, but I mean, only, only bad thing was it was super hilly. So, you know, when we had to do conditioning and things like that, that was the worst. But you know what, man? I think that's what makes it. When I've only, I only went there like twice. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you got there, that's when I got, you know, married and had my first kid. <laughs> so I'll, I can count on one hand how many games I was able to make. And most, right. a couple of them was in Champaign. But, you know, I went to Purdue. I went to, you know. But that was the thing that I noticed. About, like, I like that about it. So, yeah. I mean, of course, conditioning, that, oh, that ain't cool. Yeah. But but it's a beautiful campus. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It's a very beautiful campus. It's got a lot of, you know, a lot of old limestone buildings. Almost, it kind of reminds you of like an Ivy League type school. Okay. You know what I mean? It's an older, it's an older campus, but they love their hoop. Let me... Uh here with Verdell Jones. This is Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream con, uh, podcast. We on uh, SoundCloud. We on Apple Podcasts. We're on TuneIn. T-U-N-E-I-N. Download that app. Put us in the search. You'll be able to get the episodes. iHeart. iHeart. Download that app. That's cross-platform. Android or Apple. We are on Google Play. For you androids, we here, baby. Let me play one, uh, let me play a drop. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Now we got <laughs> Verdell Jones with us. Verdell Jones, the third little V. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Former Indiana player, European professional, Asian professional, D-League, G-League. Now you see they signing these two-way deals. I seen it, man. Nice bread. You 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 get the itch, or I do sometimes. I do. You know, hoop has always been has been you know my, you know me. It's been almost my, pretty much my whole life yeah. hooping. You know what I mean. So it was it was tough. You know, having to make that decision. You know, um, actually, and what's crazy is. Not many people know this, but I got a couple offers to go overseas, you know, that were very good offers, you know. And I got an opportunity to, to go back to the G League and play with Dallas and or or Golden State or the Santa Cruz Warriors again, you know what I mean? But, you know, I just I, I felt a a different pathway, you know what I mean? I I got to enjoy the world, experience the world and see, you know, not only see the world, but you know, it actually immersing myself in different cultures around the world, you know what I mean? So I never will take away, you know, regret those experiences, but at the same time, you know, I've, I think my calling now is is to help athletes instead of, you know, being one. So that's what I'm, you know, I'm heading towards now. Okay, man, and this guy is, is great with the segues. You might have to become a co-host with us, man. <laughs> so, so you're helping athletes. Yeah. Yeah. So, just dealing with um, 
So you, do you, are you familiar with the keto diet? You know a little bit about it. A little bit. You know, so the company that I, you know, I, I, I partner with now is is called Keto Sports. Um, it's actually a company um, out of here, out of Champaign. Um, it's okay. A, you know, a factory. We have a factory, a warehouse. Um, we uh, create, manufacture, and distribute all in house. You know what I mean? So it's doing it's doing well. Uh, but Keto Sports is dealing with it, their what's called exogenous ketones. You know what I mean? So your body makes has two different kinds of energy sources. You have carbs or glucose, and you have ketones. Now, carbs is what you know. Everyone tells you all, you know, before you go work out, you know, drink an energy drink that's full of carbs. You know what I mean? So pretty much it's sugars. You just, you know, feed your body sugar. Well, that's not naturally how our body is supposed to, you know, to function. That's, you know, carbs are supposed to be a secondary source of fuel. Ketones are, are have been naturally Supposedly, supposed to be your primary source of fuel. Now, what are ketones? Back before we had McDonald's, back before we had Popeye's, back before we had these buffets where we could just stuff our face full of carbs to get us through the day, we, you know, we lived out in the, in the, in the wilderness, you know? And what's, a, what's out in the wilderness? You have berries, you have meats, and you have leafy vegetables. You know what I mean? So the whole ketogenic diet concept goes back towards that. Now, when you don't have any more carbs to burn, your body, your brain goes into what's called ketosis. It's telling me, okay, we have no more sugar to burn. Let's burn the stored fat to keep us to keep us going to keep us, you know, going. And that's a good thing, bit. right? That's a, that's a great thing. Okay, okay, that's a I'm great just, thing. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to exactly. I'm a big nigga, so right, right. Excuse <laughs> my n word, but you know, black coffee, no sugar. To burn. <laughs> I hope you held your thought. <laughs> oh man! I said that was a good thing with it. Yeah, it, it for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, so, and why is that a good thing? Because you're you have way more fat than you will be able to find. You know, to supplement carbs. You know, sure. if I don't have carbs always feeding me, these fats will be able to keep me going. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, what we did is we made what's called exogenous ketones. You know what I mean? They're they're pretty much fake ketones or synthetic ketones, and we made them with salts using calciums and potassiums. Um, and we pretty much it feeds your body, you know, these ketones, so it helps your body get into, get into ketosis. Now, how does this help athletes? Come on. Our product, the key, what, with, with ketones being your primary source of fuel, is showing to increase your cognitive or your brain function and your physical performance. You know what I mean? Sugar is it starves your it starves your it, it not starves your cells, but it, it almost corrupts your system. You know what I mean? Because they're not good. It's not good for you. Right. <laughs> you know, anybody you learned that back in, in first grade. Yeah, sugar yeah. is not the greatest thing for you. Right. You know what I mean? And we just thought we did that sugar just meant oh candy and no, sugar's in everything. Mm -hmm. You know, especially carbs or processed foods. You know, we didn't have bread and rice and pasta back. You know, back in the day. You know, way, right. way, way back in the day right, when we were living right. in the country, we only had those berries and, and meat. You know what I mean? So these ketones are reopening those energy ways back, back to your brain and back, back to your body, and it's giving you more mental clarity. You know what I mean? When you're in the fourth quarter and you're dead tired, what's the first to go? You don't think. <laughs> you don't. You, you forgot the play that they caught. We caught. We drew up. You throw the ball out of bounds because you just weren't thinking. You know. 
but this is creating this is giving you more energy for a longer period of time in the way that your body was originally created to, to, to process it. So this is allowing players to be more aware in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, it's an energy source. So my performance and my, you know, I don't know if when you work out or when you run or you, you've been on your, you know, when you, ride, when you ride bikes, yeah. you know what I mean? And you just feel that natural biker's high. You're like, man, I'm just, I'm just in, a, in, a, in a zone. Yeah. That's what, you know, when you use ketones as your primary energy source, that's what it is, you know? And that's how people are getting, how our athletes are feeling after they use our product, you know? When you use those sugary monsters or whatever you want, you know, I used to drink monsters before games overseas. Go get buckets and then crash right afterwards. Shout out to monsters. I'm, I'm definitely. I'm, I just I'm chasing it with something. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> you know what I mean? He <laughs> killing me with that stuff. Nah, so it's just you know, we're just pretty much giving athletes their their better their prime their the a better fuel for them to last longer. Cause you know we know athletes, both of us. Yeah, you know, pro athletes. Mm -hmm. This is our money makers. These yeah, legs, bodies, yeah. are, and you know what? These teams and these organizations don't give a f about you. You roll your ankle. Guess what? There's another one coming. Because yeah. college kids are graduating every year. Every year. So what I'm trying to give athletes is a way for them to continue to play at their optimal level for a longer period of time. You know, ketones are sh are showing reversing effects of brain trauma in, in football players. You know, people with dementia. Hold on, hold on, repeat that. Ketosis, say that again, just repeat that for the people. Ketosis, the ketogenic diet, it has shown re reversing signs in TBIs or traumatic brain injuries in football players. So what wow. we are starting to, we, we're trying to do with our product is give it, is give our football players these products so they can keep the symptoms of fogginess and all these different things away, you know. Michael is short, shout out to Michael. He told me, you know, he had opportunities to go play in Canada, you know, but he said that if it wasn't in the NFL, he couldn't do it. Why? Because that brain issue is real. You know, when you're bashing your head all the time from when you're in PBL all the way up to what you know now, you know, that's a lot of brain trauma over the years. And now we're just, you know, with football only being a, a pretty, let's be real, it's pretty, as a young sport. You know, those football players that were that were 30 years ago, you're seeing the effects of what football does now. You know what I mean? And these dudes are only getting bigger and faster and stronger. You know what I mean? So in order for us to keep, you know, these athletes safe, you got to figure out, you know, medicines or different treatments and things like that so they can have a life after football because guys are dying at 40 years old. You know, athletes, they're the longest, their average lifespan of an athlete is 60 to 65 years old. That's young. That's real young. What's the average of a population of people? Yeah, I think women live to be, what? What, 82? 82, men, 74. You feel me? So athletes dying at what? At 10, almost 10, 10 years, years younger. You know what I mean? Because of the stress that we put in our body, the lack of nutrition we've been taught with sugars, with the carbs, with these pre-workout drinks, you know? It's so cheap and so It is. is. It is. Up, it is. It's messed up. You poison your body. Yeah. You poisoning your body with things that, you know, because it's so cheap, we think of it as a monetary value right. instead of a healthy value. You know, your right. body, that's all you got, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay to put, spend an extra dollar on a better product. For sure. You know, for you to live at an optimal, especially for your athlete, because you have to invest in your body for you. This is your business. You know, 
as any businessman, you have to invest in your business first. Yeah. And for us to invest, athletes, we invest in our health and our shoes, you know, and our and our stuff like that. So, I'm just trying to create another way for athletes, man, to to keep on making money and to keep on prolonging their careers and being, you know, like I said, playing at the optimal level, you know. So that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm trying to do now, okay. and you know, and I'm, you know, down the line, I want to, you know, create something for athletes when they get done playing, you know. Okay. Got a lot of a lot of stuff to. Um, that was that was excellent. Thank you. Uh, for sure. <clears throat> so, how did you get introduced to the product, the business? This gonna be a loaded question. Let me just. So how did how did how did that how did you and keto? You know, I know you said it's champagne homegrown. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, to my, I first came about it, um, I have two cousins here in town, are twins, and they started a, a company called Sovereign Inc. And they have, uh, you know, multiple brands. But we came across the whole keto concept and ketogenic concept. Our chemist, he's a world-renowned biochemist named Patrick Arnold. He's from, uh, from, here, from here in town, too. Um, and Professor Dominic Agostino out of University of South Florida was trying to figure out a way for for uh, Marines and Navy SEALs to last longer on the battlefield without having always to eat, you know, all the time. So they started looking into studying the Atkins diet and the ketogenic diet, you know, because it's, it and and how ketones are affecting the body and how it suppresses appetites and how it does do, does these different things. You know what I mean? And so out of that study came our product, ketone salts, or it's called beta-hydroxybutyrate. It's another word for ketones. Right. A long word for ketones, You sound right? like a damn doctor. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm loving it. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, they went down there, f- figured this stuff out. We came out this product, man. And, you know, so the ketogenic, you know, we really weren't even connected with the ketogenic diet yet. You know, we were, but at the same time, it was just a we have ketones, you know what I mean? Then the ketogenic diet came around and became a craze. And you hear about, you know, LeBron, how he did it and how... LeBron Beyonce, did keto? Yeah, ketogenic diet, okay, yo. LeBron, how, yeah. King James. When everyone thought, you know, he got real thin. Everyone was like, oh, he lost all his, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so on a ketogenic diet. Oh, okay. You know, he was a high-fat, low-carb diet. You Brian know what I mean? Brown. Yeah. So also, that's another thing I always point to with athletes. Like, you see LeBron, he's 30, what, 33? 33, yeah. And still jump out the gym. Never had a major injury. You know what I mean? And he is a prime example of an athlete who invests in his body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing touches him but gold. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pretty yeah. much saying. So, you know, man, so we're just trying to, you know, so, yeah, so we created that product, and then we created a whole lifestyle brand with it. Um, you know, the ketogenic diet is a, is, a, is a diet, you know. It's a fad, pretty much. You know, diets are fads, you know. But what we have is... You get all the benefits of the of being in the ketogenic diet for an acute period of time. You get the mental acuity, you get the energy, you know, because we're over we're giving your body extra ketones, you know. So it's pretty much telling your body, okay, I'm in ketosis right now, so let's burn fat. You know what I mean? So some people have lost, you know, they they're losing weight, but at the same time, it's helping you transition into the ketogenic diet. You know what I mean? We're giving your body ketones, you know, until your body pretty much makes them enough on their own. Okay, so the people out there 
you 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 pretty much hung up your, your ball shoes. For, we'll see, man. You never say never. Well, I didn't say never. Yeah. You said never twice. Never yeah. say never. You but said the best opportunity, oper- you know, the, but, yeah, pretty well. I'm done with it though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so if, if, if you, if you done said never twice, mm-hmm. you know, theoretically, yeah. um, you're doing all right out here. Yeah. You got to. And that was one of the reasons why I was okay with walking away. You know, the hoop is, hoop should be a tool, not the end all. You know what I mean? You don't want, you know, I would play with, I played with players overseas who are almost pushing 40. And you could tell they don't want to play no more. They're miserable. They're like, man, my body hurts. I don't want to be here. But guess what? A lot of times they don't know what's next. You know, hoop has been your life, your, your, you know, your whole life. We've been, you know, oh, you're gonna make it to the NBA. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me. Uh, okay. Um, you, social media, social media is a great thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times, I'll be honest. A lot of people, I keep tabs on my friends mm-hmm. via social media, and. You've done a lot of traveling, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't even like to say pushing the product, mm-hmm. but um, the product has taken you a lot of places mm-hmm. just in the last year or so. For sure. Um, so when you when you board a flight and you land, what what is what what goes into when you you know, um, travel, are you going to conferences? Are you, I mean. It depends what the, the, the trip is. Um, you know, like I, last week I was in San Diego for a conference. It was a traffic and conversion conference or a digital marketing conference. So we're trying to increase our digital marketing presence, you know, our social media presence with our company. You know what I mean? So we went there and learned from the best of the best. You know, Damon, uh, is it Damon? Mr. John, Fubu. Yeah. Mr. Fubu himself, he was there, spoke, yeah. you know, uh, so, you know, those people like that came and we got to learn a lot of different things, you know, and got to implement, start to implement them into our company now just to grow the brand, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't say promote, I say grow the brand, okay. you know what I mean? Grow the image, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, and, 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 and when you do that, you know, you, you, you create sales, you create profits, you create things like that, you know what I mean? So, it just depends on, on where, where you go. You know, when I was in San Diego, it was there to learn. Um, when it was in Boston, to see Sean, I was there to connect with the athlete. You know what I mean. Um, sometimes we go to show trade shows, you know, to prom- to advertise our product and what we do. You know, we have we're uh, sponsoring the keto uh, con down in Austin in June. Okay, you know yeah, because I mean? you went down, you went to Austin mm-hmm. last year, right? Last year it was the first the first uh, keto con or keto conference. We were the main sponsor for that one, and then we're doing it again this year too. So when you went to Austin, what was that? So in Austin, we had there were speakers there. Um, we got to learn, we got to meet other people from the keto community. We, we had a we had a huge booth there. Um, we had some people. We, I worked some, worked at the booth sometimes. We had other people that were there, you know, just teaching this, you know, pretty much just teaching what keto sports does. You know, people don't really know what keto sports is. You know, is it a health product? Is it a you know? Is it this? Is right, that? You know, right, what I'm saying right. so by going out and going to these different conferences and things like that we get to see what our consumers and what our buyers 
how they view us, you know what I mean? So it was good. We get great feedback. We make sales there, too. We get to connect with other influential people and not just the keto industry, but the whole health and the whole sports industry, you know, just everyone. You know, I met I met a guy um, who's, a, who's a former doctor for the, for the uh, Miami Dolphins when I was in Tampa last year, you know what I mean? You know, so you meet these people from all walks of life who care about, you know, this health, <laughs> health and stuff, you know? And I think that's something that, you know, especially in the you know in the black community, we don't take care of our health enough. No. You know what I mean? We just we drink you know we drink sodas and we eat you know French fries from McDonald's and things like that. You know right. what I mean? Like we should you know, and it's it's killing us unfortunately. I hate to say it, you know. So, you know, I think it, you know with my cousins and me being you know you know minorities and being able to create you know a brand as in the health market, I think that's huge, and we're trying to just you know spread it. You know, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> you got all the uh, little uh, antics. Uh, uh, hey, we we black coffee, no sugar, no cream. We 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 here for the people. We got the effects. But uh, so, do you have like a, a an official like title, or are you kind of like? Um, yeah, I'm over, I'm over in the sports marketing and sales department. Okay, and, so our, and, and, and the CEO and, and pretty much everything is here in town? Yep, everything's here in town. We're actually looking to, grow, to open up another office here soon. Oh, so, so. You know, yep, so okay. uh, it might be in Chicago and Indy, somewhere, you know, around here, and then we'll keep on branching out, you know. Unfortunately, being in the Midwest is not a super health-conscious yeah. part yeah. of the world. So for us to market and for us to grow the way we need to, you know, we have a factory here, but we we have to open up an office somewhere else. So, so you do uh, produce the we produce it, we make the it. goods. Yep, are produced here. Are produced here. Yep, is Sh- that shipping our salts? We we make it. We have these huge machines in there. You know, we have where, where is it at? It's in Seymour, around Seymour. Oh, uh, Seymour. Yep, Seymour, Illinois. Yep. So I got to drive every day for fifteen minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm out there, make sure everything's cool. And, you, you know, know brother, stuff out there. My, my co-host, brother Timothy, uh, don't live too far from Seymour. For real? What part? He Where live in Dewey. See, I don't know where that's at. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a city around here, Man. a town or a village. Seymour, Dewey, uh, yeah. Fithian. All yeah, that, it's right know? out there, man. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. So we, you know, we we have a team of chemists. We have researchers. We have bioengineers. We have a chem- uh, engineers. We have, you know, we have a, a, a really solid team, and uh, we, you know, we just trying to grow. For sure. Make a shake. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. I hate to jump. <laughs> it's all good. What is the day in the life of a college athlete at Indiana University? A week. In season, out of season. I, I just want the kids to understand that game day. It, yeah. I mean, it's no joke depending on where you went, you know. That's one of the reasons why, reasons why I couldn't go to Kentucky. I love Coach Gillespie to death, but, you know, when I do an hour and a half, two-hour practices with tape day before or before a game, the morning yeah. of a game, you know what I mean? So at Indiana, unfortunately, I learned the hard, hard way. We still do the, did those things sometimes, you know. Um, so it's a it it's, it definitely tests to see how much you love the game. And and see, that's what I try to tell people. I said college 
college tests whether or not you really love the game. Mm -hmm. The NBA and playing professional, you can get away with trying to get that check. Mm -hmm, for sure. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> you feel me? And, 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 and you know what? It's getting that check is a motivation, too. It's like, okay, I keep on doing this. Right, Where in college, you just like, what am I doing this for? Right, because, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, Sean was saying, you know, him and Marvin Williams, you know, that's, you know, one of his closest friends mm -hmm. in the league. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, Marvin Williams has never loved the game like that. But he's such a good dude. He going, you know, he's such a great teammate. He going, you know, you know, for Suey played against him when when they went to big time. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was out there. I was there. out there. You was out there? Oh, I was out there. I remember he went baseline and went in. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but one time he, he was out the game and it was a timeout and he he went and got everybody that was in the game some water. And it was just one of them things where he was just like being a great teammate. So even though he didn't love the game, mm -hmm. he gonna do everything that he gonna do everything that people want him around, even though they know he don't love the game. It's a business. And it's a business. It's a business. You know what I mean? Like you had those players, you're like, man, I know I'm better than him. He knows I'm better than him. The coaches but ah, it's not what like it's not what we need. It ain't me. <laughs> you know, you know what, what I'm mean? saying? Exactly. I'm not getting you water. Go get your own. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, we don't need you. Bro. I'm not okay. You, you getting here two hours before the game, even if you just chilling in the yeah. training room. You know what I'm saying? I'm Some players get run. paid for the culture. Yeah. You know, are they a good culture guy? That's what they'll say. Are they a good locker room guy? That's the word they use. Good locker room guy. Yeah. Sean you know? is a good locker room guy, Sean. and that's what I tell people. My man, 15 years in and average seven points a game. You feel me? <laughs> being a you know being a great you know being a great backup guard like that and being a, being a veteran leader in the locker room, what team wouldn't want that? Right. You know. What you saying? know what I mean? Like that helps. You know, if the young Steph guys like that, that helps the young Bulls. Yeah. Why do you think? Uh, what's what's the big fella from uh, the, uh, that came from New Orleans? Who went to who travel who been chasing championships? David West. David West. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's another locker room guy. Yeah. You know, he was he was dominant. He was you know the man for a little bit, but now we need you to teach our our younger guys. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of them players. You know, one a lot of those long term guys do. I hate to dry snitch, but this black coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> when you was with uh, Santa Cruz. Uh -huh. Um, Ronnie Brewer. Yeah, Brew. That's my boy. Um, I think he got Chicago ties, right? He played with the Bulls. No, no, no. His his old man. Did his old uh, his, his old man? His old man played from play for the Bulls too. I don't know if he's from Chicago though. He's from you know he's from Arkansas. Okay, because I think uh, yeah, they whole crew. I was down there this this, this year. They whole crew my, from down there. I think my wife. <clears throat> I think she knew so. His she, dad used to play for the Bulls. Okay, he he might he might have he might have he might have got 
you know, got down in the community a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you know, because when she was like, oh, he, he, Ronnie Brewer, I know his, I know that, I know that kid's dad. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she was like, my name Bennett and I ain't in it. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, 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 was, was, how, how, how was, how, how was a guy that, you know, had, had a nice little stretch for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Was on, on some of them good Bulls teams. Mm-hmm. Made a little change. How, how was, 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 was he a guy that, what was his whole approach? Brew, he'll tell you, I, he made enough money. He has All enough right. money, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. But he had tore his hamstring, you know what I mean? And he was like, man, you know what? I don't need to play, but let me go ahead and just see if I can. You know what I mean? Because he loved hoop too. Like, yeah. You know, when you love hoop, you know, you want to keep on playing as long as you can. You know what I mean? And that's a, especially if that's a situation that you has gotten to where you're at. You know, he played, in the, he, he made a lot of money in the NBA. You know, and the way they're throwing numbers, out, man. the way they're throwing out checks right now, I want to keep on playing too. If I was a veteran like that, you know what I mean. Um, so he just wanted to come back and play, you know. And you know, unfortunately, he had to deal with the politics that were in the system in the game too. And and so he just, you know, he was just kind of his favorite. I think his retirement tour, in all honesty, you know. But he gave a lot of. He was a veteran guy, you know. He, he taught a lot of the younger guys like us, you know, different things, you know what I mean? Whether it was in the game or how to approach the game or things like that. So um, a lot of those veterans, like I said, it's a fraternity, you know what I mean? A lot of those, you won't find too many older guys hating on the younger guys. Sure. You know what I mean? They want to see everyone succeed. But it is a fraternity, fraternity and there is a pecking order. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to, I, I wish I'd have, I'd have talked to her because I think, I think, yeah, I, think, I ain't know I that. I think his old man, you know, he, he you know, I, I, I'm not going to uh, divulge too much. But, um, but you do sound at peace, you know, walking away. That's, yeah, that's I, tough, yeah. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, like, I still miss it, you know what I yeah. mean? And I'll still go out here and get my brother or whoever 40, <laughs> you know, that's my, still my mindset. But it's just, you know, it's a... Hoop was a tool. I used it as a tool. You know I, what I, mean? I worried about you, man. I did. I and and I'm glad to hear that because I really was. I seen a lot, mm-hmm. you know, with y'all. You know, I mean, I I I, I witnessed a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just when I say I witnessed a lot, I was there for a lot of you. You know, your maturation mm-hmm. and and things like that. And I really did worry, you know, when the ball quit bouncing, mm-hmm. would y'all be, would you be cool, would Clayton be cool, you know? And so, so I, I'm really, I'm really glad to 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 sit here with you and 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 see that you good. Yeah, sure. You know, um, you know, one of the episodes we had, uh, I think episode three, episode four, was talking about uh, Trump and, you know, he called in certain countries shitholes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we named one of the podcasts a champagne a shithole, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I, 
I can't really see, now that you talk about the company and just, do, do you feel you have a future here in, in town? Because the way, because it just seems like the company is going to take you other places, you know, take you somewhere, take you away from us. Do I have a future in Champaign? I mean, it's always going to be home. It always is. You know, even though I was born in Cali, you know, I grew up here. You know, I'm a Champagne guy. So it'll always be home. It will be, you know. But I want to leave a legacy here in Champagne. I will say that, obviously, because it's helped me mature to the person I am now. Um, but I, right at this point, I think I have to go to get those, to make those connections and make those resources happen so I'll be able to come back to Champagne and you know, not, 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 say, not so, so much say provide, but provide resources and provide different tools, you know what I mean? Because I've, you know, from, from where we grew up, not too many people get to see the Eiffel Tower and touch it in person, right. you know what I mean? Not too many people get, get to go to Japan and places like, like that, How you know was what I mean? Japan? I love Japan. You did? I love Japan. Japan's like one of those sleeper. So do you love it that you got to experience it because... The only thing is far away. Okay, okay. It's safe. Like, you don't have to worry. There's no, there's no violence. There's none. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I lost my wallet with $200 in it and got it. And my teammates, like, just call tomorrow, call the the police station in the area and see if they got it. I was like, man, someone's not going to turn in. Sure enough, turn it in with all my money in it. Wow. I kid you not. I can't make it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I love, Japan is future, you know, not so much future. Yeah, it's futuristic too. Yeah, you know their technology, the you know the, the bullet train, all, this, all those things. You know, Japan's a beautiful and it's very beautiful. It's just a different, it's definitely a different place though. Yeah, you know. So I'm just trying to be. I want to be able to create opportunities for people who who can't who or don't who don't who aren't six five or six six. To, and see, you know. that's what you know. Me and brother Timothy. And that's the reason why this podcast is so important to me mm -hmm. is because I'm a sports guy. And this is like the very first kind of sports orientated mm -hmm. episode. And so I think because of that, um, it's not a bad thing that he's not here. Right. Um, I knew I know he would load you with questions with keto, so you <laughs> yeah. you probably have to come once he listened to it. He go he gonna want you to come back. Yeah, that's no problem. So, um, but I I, I might have said it even last week when you said I, I want to help people and it don't have nothing to do with sports. That's important to me. It's becoming important to me because. I know how 99% of these cases are going to turn out yeah. with kids around here. Yeah. V, they not good enough, man. They not good enough. But you know what, though? I think with the, the with the, there, there's enough raw talent, but they just need that experience. You know, I, it's up to guys like me, Ravante, JJ, you know, guys who got to those levels, you know, JC when he when he's done when he's done playing, like 
up to us to come back and provide those things. You know what I mean? That's why I think like Fort Sioux is so helpful in helping guys my age and all those things because it gave us a fundamental at an early age. You know what I mean? It gives opportunities to go out and play these different places and play these better players and realize that we're not that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you cold in champagne, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Now I'll go play a team in Florida and see a 6'10 dude, you know, hanging from the rim and yelling at you. You know what I mean? Then you'll see some real hoopers, you know what I mean? Like, and Champagne has real hoopers, but we haven't, I feel like we don't understand, we don't understand reality until we leave, you know what I mean? How good do you really have to be to play at a Big Ten University? I think it's a mixture of talent, size, and just you know, you know, and and just by chance too. But situations happening, you know, you have to be a good fit. You know, teams they're not gonna recruit you. You're like, yeah, you might be cold, like you might score forty points. But guess what? We have Trey Young. You know, we just need you to rebound and give him the ball, and you know, right for right now for for your class. Shout out to my guy OJ, our guy OJ. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, he went to Utah State as a mm -hmm. freshman, and. You know, he coaching Dan Vishalarm and just, yep. you know, just won one day. I saw that. Congrats. And, you know, I tell him, I said, man, you, you can give, you got so much to give. Because he said, he said, I went to Utah State and I was better than people, you know, playing in front of me. But he was like, it wasn't a good fit. Mm -hmm. He said, I, I played with the guy that is the all-time leading scorer in the history of the university. He was a junior when I was a freshman. So if he already had, yeah. you know, scoring close to 1,000 points, they didn't need me to come in there and try nope. to get 15. Yep. They had a score, but as a youngster, I didn't realize that. Yep. So I'm 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 not really going hard. I'm not really my body language is, is mm -hmm. off. My, you know. But the whole time is you gotta pay your dues at the same time. Like right. you know, we went as freshmen, I was I don't wanna say blessed or with the you know, with the misfortune of being having a player as a as a freshman right away. But at a high school we always think, Oh, we gotta play right away, like I'm the man we won't. No. <laughs> you know, because guess what? How are you going to act when we're down five minutes with two minutes left and we want you to, you know, like, how are you going to handle that? You don't know how you're going to handle it, and that's not, that's not something we're willing to risk right now. So we're going to give it to our junior. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's just how the coaches think, unfortunately. Man, you know I, and I mean? I'm glad you said that because um, situation in Danville, they got, a, they got a kid, got some potential. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mention his name, but – you know, if they listen, they know who I'm talking about. You know, big old fuss about him being on varsity. You know, he, he played a little varsity. I go to a game in Bloomington, JV game. They up one point in the bonus with a minute 12 left with the ball. He catch, catches a pass on the, on the, in the corner and shoots a three. He said it was up two. They was up one with a minute and 12 with, with the, the ball, ball in the bonus. Mm, yeah, you got to try to get that foul. Exactly. He shoots a three, time. misses, long rebound. They come down, 
Foul and one, team go up two. Mm-hmm. He come back down, get the ball, try to drive, misses. That's game. And that comes with, you know. He's a freshman. But they, but everybody over there, he should be on Vars. He should be. Man, Andre Iguodala didn't play varsity as a freshman. Chris, I'm, Evan Turner didn't play varsity until his junior year. Feel <laughs> me, like Chris Paul didn't play varsity until his junior year, mm-hmm. and people are insulted. I think also we have a. I, we, I mean, you want to play, you know, as a freshman on varsity. That's every you know Hooper's dream. It's good for optics. It's, it's yeah, it's, but for the long haul, sometimes you know it's okay to get that. You know, just the is a freshman playing on yeah. JV, maybe just to get you know like building. Like it's all yeah. about peaking at the right time. Yeah, it really is. Like I always use Amon Shepard as an example. Right. No one knew who Amon was until our senior year. Until our senior year. You know, and then he's, a, he's an All-American. Yeah, it came out. I, out listen, look, I'm going to tell you a story about Iman Shumper. I drove all the way to LeBron's thing by myself. And it was an open period. Coaches could be out. Mm-hmm. And they played. He played on a team called Full Package. Mm-hmm. Not, yep. a, not a big-time AU yep. program at all. Yep. They played the Georgia Stars on a Friday night. So the coaches couldn't be out till Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And it was at a field house at Kent State. So it's like Akron, Kent State, couple, um, couple, I think another college or something. So I'm there. I catch like the second half. They down by like 10. They playing the Georgia Stars. I think they had Pat Trey Tompkins, who, or Afarik Amanu was on that Georgia Stars team. We played them. And, um, Iman, Iman single-handedly kept them in the game. They didn't win, but, man, Trey Tompkins, Afrika Manu, they dunking everything, yelling. Iman just would not let them get blown out. And Dave Tellup, our friend Dave Tellup, mm-hmm. I think he with the Spurs yeah. now. Um, he was like, you from Illinois, right? Yeah, you were Verde. I'm like, yeah. It's like, who is this kid? I said, Iman Shepard. This is my first time seeing him play. I heard about him. Right. I, everybody, he blowing up. I was like, man, there's not 25 players in the country better than him. And then he was like, man, this kid, gonna, I got to redo my whole, <laughs> whole schedule list. for the weekend. <laughs> so then I seen him that Saturday, and he was getting ready to watch Iman again. He was like, I just, I, I got to be sure. I got to be sure. But i uh, when my rankings come out after the spring, he's definitely going to be in my top 25. And then a couple weeks later, I seen him at Speaks. Mm-hmm. And he played for a, not a, a powerful AAU team. But Dave was right there watching him. I said, you about to blow this kid up. He was like, man, there ain't 20 players better than him. I just got to I just gotta make sure I, I'm, I'm sure. And... I was like, well, man, like, and then, you know, people don't really, Dave Tellup is a UNC fan. A lot of people don't know Dave Tellup. Dave Tellup was, you know, um, was scout, I think. He had his own, yeah, scout, then ESPN, and then I think the Spurs hired him. They moved all the way up. Yeah, so uh, 
you know, Kyle Anderson, the 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 the, the slow the slow kid. Mm-hmm. That I, that had to be his pick. That had to be he Dave Tillman's pick. He loved Kyle Anderson. <laughs> so, um, you know, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It's about just picking at the right time. Man. You got you, and it's about playing well in at the right time. Exactly. Being prepared to like people just want they think oh. Oh, I have forty this game, but then I have five when the game really counted. You have five <laughs> you know I mean? when when the coach came exactly. to watch you. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I heard you you've been having forty, but I'm not gonna give you an offer. I'm not gonna when say this. when I come I'm watch you, gonna, you better have forty. You better have forty. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's you know that's you got only one time to make a first impression. Yeah. So let's see here, man. We done covered a lot. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm I'm back here now. And, if you ever want to, you know, have a sports segment, man, or do a sports podcast, you let me know too. That's something we can maybe work yeah. on down the line. You know, look, man, there's certain people that's just welcome. I know you know Brother Town. I know he, you know, he probably done been in your head as a shorty. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you cut my hair. It's just, it's just you got you got certain certain people that. Look, just make the call, man. I'm gonna come through if it's just for a few minutes. You know. <laughs> But uh, look, man, I, I think that's it, man. Look, if if I call you and say part two and we can work it out, man, you you, yeah. you, you come back because I know, I know, brother Timothy gonna want to grill you about the keto. You know, yeah, he, definitely. He 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 he, <laughs> he, he the, how to eat to live, dude. Yeah. So you oh, know, well, he, yeah. he 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 the message to the black man. You know, so he. <laughs> He 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 may he may he gonna have some questions. So right. when he and he's going to listen to this probably tonight. So <laughs> he probably for sure. you know he, he probably man I should have been there. But you know man the brother you know he he handling some things, got some things going on and 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 some some family things. And so uh, he he said he was gonna try to get here, but I I I I, I could tell he wasn't. Um, yeah, it's all understandable, man. Yeah, but. But I'm 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 glad you came. Thanks for having I, me. I, I really am. I think it was fitting. But I do gotta ask a question, man. <laughs> I really do gotta ask one more question. You are a, a Central Hall of Fame athlete. Yes, sir. Um, you know, we all know your your dad is at Urbana. Yep. You 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 came up in Urbana to eighth grade. Um as somebody that that starred for 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 Central, your dad is, you know, put in a lot of time. Mm-hmm. What, how, how does that? I mean, I know family first, FOE for sure. But um, how does that work? How 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 has the has the has the current head coach shown you love? Have you have have, have um, I mean, I haven't really talked to him, you know. I've been overseas. I've yeah. been gone, you know. Um, I worked out there in the, in the summertime. So, so you do times. go, you do get in there? I did before, before my dad was at Urbana, obviously. Um, you know, now he's at Urbana. I, I just go there now. But, uh, you know, it's, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a full support of my pops and what he's doing there because what he's doing is bigger than basketball, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's important, especially for our community. You know, so it's important that you know we support things that supports 
you know, us, you know, and that's what, what he's doing at band is something that hasn't been done in the city, period. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm fully behind what he's doing at Urbana, even though I'm a Central alum. Uh, you know, we have our, I was at our, our 10 year anniversary reunion this, this summer. That's crazy to say. But 10 years, you know, I'm alumni for sure. But, you know, that's back, you know, back 10 years ago, you know, I'm supporting what's, what's, what's the best thing right now. And my dad is doing at Urbana, man, it's, it's special. You know, he's changing people's lives and, you know, holding parents accountable and, is, and really creating, you know, a culture and atmosphere, you know, in the community. So I'm all for Urbana, UHS. For sure, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, I, I got some personal feelings, you know, that, you know, <laughs> you know, it, you know, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, like I said, man, I'll come, definitely have to do this again sometime. No, I, I feel a certain type of way, man. This, this is me. <laughs> um, that, that, see, that's the stuff that 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 kind of irks me, you know. And 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 I just kind of just want to just transition away, you know, and just like you said, you you want to create a lane that can help people that. That that don't not only are athletes, mm -hmm. and you know I I really think that that's important. It is, and you know and because like I said earlier, I know how it's going to turn I out. I mean, you know, you heard my dad spit those facts, those stats yeah. before about the you know yeah. ninety nine point five percent of the players who yeah. play aren't going to play pro right. in any kind. Yeah. Not just NBA and overseas, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean you stop hooping, you know? That could be your avenue out of your, your certain circumstance to get to where you're trying to get to. You can get to college. You can, you know, once you get to college, you know, you can make a lot of things shake. Not sports-wise, but connection-wise, you know, getting your degree, can, just meeting people, networking, building your network, you know what I mean? That's one of the reasons why I really didn't want to, you know, go to uh, stay in Champaign either, go to U of I. Go to Indiana, you know, create a network. Wherever you live or travel to, that's, that's, that's growing your network. You know, being, I got people, I have friends, legit friends that live in Japan. Not many people can say that, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's about, it's about you know, use basketball as a tool. Use it to get you, you know, you got get up out of here. And, and find a better, you know, and provide a better way for you and your family. But at the same time, we only are shown that hoop and, and rap are the ways out. You know what I mean? Like, you're famous. Exactly. That's just like, that's just like, I got a call from somebody and mm -hmm. said, man, you know, I want uh, Sean, to, if you can call Sean and have him come, you know, speak. And I'm like, first of all, you rooting for Cleveland <laughs> every year in the finals, All right? <laughs> but but most secondly and most importantly, you you really just he famous. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now now he ain't Steph famous or LeBron famous, but the Golden State brand the last couple of years he can't go many places and not be recognized. Right. 
Not saying he won't be mobbed, you mm. know, because he, he probably can still take in a meal and not mm. get mobbed, you know, unlike Steph or somebody, but he he can't, he probably can't go anywhere without being recognized. Mm-hmm. And so I get it, but we don't need that all the time. We really don't. I had Quantrell. Quantrell QH, had you. Shout out to QH. That's on you know, uh, I'm proud of what he's doing right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to release that uh, episode. We we did it in 2016, oh, wow. um, and I got to get him back when he back in town. We got yeah. we got to make it happen. We, we we've spoke on him, you know, in previous episodes, even with the Black Coffee podcast. But we don't celebrate, you know, stories like his. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he 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 was very transparent. You know, just with his, you know, grandma and, mm-hmm. you know, some things that, you know, demons that, you know, she had that she, you know, but that is a true success story. Yeah, cute man. That's my boy right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, to see what he is, you know, I went to middle school at QH, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And went to high school and all those things. And he, you know, he grinded and got to where he was at by, you know, really putting, you know, putting, but the, we don't. But but putting the grind on, like, we don't. We, we don't. don't. We see athletes as a, and that's. A, I don't think it's just our community. It's a society. Period. Yeah, it's society. No, most definitely society. I, mean, I don't want to indict. LeBron and all them are getting paid bread. Yeah. And think about it. What did they do? Yeah. <laughs> they play a kids' game very well. Yeah, they play a kids' game very well. It's a kids. It's a game. It is. It's a game. Think about it. It's a game. And and and, and another thing, bro. I, I I need you to just. Fans be upset <laughs> over after game. Man, these dudes partying, going out to eat with each other. Sometimes <laughs> after playoff games, I'm just sitting up, man. I'm like, these dudes, man, I went to game four mm-hmm. last year. I went to game four. These dudes in the tunnel, like, talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like standing next to each other, just talking to each other like it ain't, it's not like this, nothing is uh, like a championship ain't a state. Yeah. And, and to me, it's just like I'm looking at this. I'm like, I'm I'm falling back. At the same time, it's a business though. When they get to that level, they know how to turn it on and off. When they get when they're on the court, when they off the court. Yeah, that's true. You too. know what I mean? Like, oh no, I'm playing for these millions right now, so I'm gonna bust your head. You know during this game, but y'all, you are, you're your fraternity. You know what I mean? Your fraternity is a small man, circle. I'm sitting up here. I'm, I'm looking at this stuff, man. You know, Cleveland had won, mm-hmm. so they, they sent it back. But these dudes is in the tunnel literally kicking it after the game in the mm-hmm. finals. I, I said, I'm done. I am <laughs> done. I'm, man, I... <laughs> Said, so what do you want? You want like you don't want them to like you just want to be mad at each other. I, I'm just, like, just saying, talk, man. I feel you on the competitive spirit. I'm the spirit. just as a fan. It's yeah. just like when I saw that, it's like man. I'm as a fan on social media. These dudes don't even they don't even realize, man. It, they taking it too far. They taking it too serious. No, they are. But I just I mean, people are just they. They love sports. Like they, they I, know. I don't, I, don't I really don't understand it. I mean, I've gotten 
death threats, you know, from people in the country, people in Indiana, you know, in the middle of a town in the middle of nowhere, you know, talking about they'll do this and that, you know what I mean? Because of a game, it's like, what? Why are you? What is going on in your life where you have you feel so bad that you had attacked me? I remember when you was hurt and you had missed some games, mm-hmm. and I go to the web, I go to the the message boards and. Man, he needs to grow a sack and play, you know, with a separated or whatever you had. It <laughs> yeah. was a shoulder. Separated shoulder, yeah. And I'm just like. Shooting shoulder. I'm just like, dang, man, like, this is too much. Yeah, but that's part of the business, too. I mean, we do understand that. That's why, I like, I don't during the season, I don't go on social media. Course, you know what man. I mean? Because you, you can get bitter. You know what I mean? Like, there's a little stretch where I, I did look at social media and see what people were saying. I, you know, you get bitter. You know what I mean? But you gotta understand that they they that's their way of venting their own frustrations, you know, putting it on something, you know. So I I understand that. Like athletes, we create we, we build them up to be these great people, you know, at you know, and at the end of the day, we forget that they're just regular people like you and me, you know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. They just very big and talented. But at the same time, I mean, you know, that's the way for people to get their their load off of you, if you wanna say. Yeah, I was yeah. whatever. But people, they, they take it very seriously. It's like a religion for them, yeah. especially in those in those big sports towns, you know. Not just college, but pros, you yeah. know, Boston, Chicago, you know, places like that. You know, those fans are just, they just you know, those dedicated fans are ruthless. Yeah, man. Uh, well, 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 man, we, I'm not going to keep you too much longer, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Man. Definitely. Brother Timothy, we miss you, man. Sure. You know, handle the business, man. We'll, we'll be back at you again. Um, man, Lil V, man. Verdell Jones the third. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, as always, man. It's... Man, I, I, I don't want to speak, but I, I think I can safely say, man, the door is always open. Appreciate if, it. If, if, if you want to come, you know, because we going to blow up. Right. I'm just letting no, you know sure. that now. So no, That's another reason why I would definitely want to come you know, we, you we, doing, we, we headed to the top, you yeah. know, so, so you know, if you're going to be like, man, I need to get home, man. I got something that I need to talk <laughs> about, you know, the company, you know. So, man, we, 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 we going to use each other and, yeah, and, 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 and go to the top. Man, I, you know. People out there, I just want you to know that, uh, you know, th- th- this means a lot to me. Um, I've seen the grind from, from, you know, probably seven, eight years old, maybe even younger. And, you know, the community raised him, uh, you know, and, and he a grown man now making decisions. And he... he 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 used the term weapon. No, no, he used the term tool. Tool. He used the term tool. And normally when you use a tool, you fix things, you repair things, you know, you fix things or, or you build something. And that's what it is. You know, he used the term tool because he 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 built something. He used ball to build something. So that's my message. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Like I said, check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeart, tune in. Um, 
them pretty much the main ones. And Brother Timothy, you was here in spirit. Hope everything going all right. We'll be back at you next week. And I got to hit you with a bunch of them, but we signing off. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. Kanyezy. <laughs> and for everybody that, that, you know, this ain't not, this, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't one for, uh, but it's, it's just in, it's just in the box. So I'm just going to use it. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> and then this my president. This this dude that's in the White House now, I, that ain't my president. Y'all know that if you listen to these episodes. But this my president. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. We out.